Hey, join me in this episode for an update on how my new subscription box places went for my launch in September. Plus, I have a few tips and tricks to share with you of what I've been learning just in the last few months of running a subscription box service. And these might give you some ideas of how to enhance your own customer's experience, whether you have a subscription box or not. On this journal style podcast, I share my day-to-day trials and triumphs in growing two e-commerce businesses that I started in 2020. Join me as I share from my kitchen table in Adelaide, Australia. Let's face it, navigating the small business world feels less daunting and less lonely when we share our experiences with someone else. If you're tired of being all the marketing roles in your business, or you just need more customers, I offer expert traffic support tailored to your business through Facebook and Instagram strategy support. Because our goals and our business growth and success needs us to be the driver of the steam train, not the one stoking the coals. Hey, welcome to Aussie E-Commerce Mum. This is episode 58. I want to give you a little update, a bit of a check-in on how my subscription box is going for one of my e-commerce brands. I did an episode a couple of episodes ago, mid-launch, and just chatted through how I was feeling, what I was thinking, what was happening whilst I was in the middle of a launch to get some new subscribers for September 2023. That cart then closed and now it's near the end of September 2023 and I wanted to let you know how things sort of ended. So I was really pleased with how my open cart had gone to get some new subscribers into my subscriber group for September. I'm growing my subscribers month by month, like I'm opening up new places to grow the overall number. So in June, I started with, I think, six subscribers. And then I think I upped it to about 12 in July and then to about 20, 20, does that sound about right? And then then I upped it to, I wanted to get to 40 for September, but I didn't quite get there. I got to 38, I think, in September. Um, so I didn't quite get to 40. I had a couple of open places still left when I closed the cart, but that was okay because I doubled it from august so august subscribers i had i think about 17 or 18 and then by the end of launch in for september to grow my subscribers i doubled it so i ended up with 38 i think um by the time i closed the cart for september and i closed the cart on the 1st of september so i've been running a closed cart model because i like building a waitlist i like that kind of fomo or exclusivity you can't just get the subscription box new places you can't just join as a new subscriber anytime you've got to wait for the launch you know for the coming month and the new places to become available to the people on a wait list to begin with and then i open them up to everybody else as well and then i have um, a facebook ad that i'm driving traffic to all month to build the wait list so that's how i ended in september so i was really really happy with that i was just thrilled that i had doubled my subscribers from the month before that was a massive achievement and i absolutely took that as a win the, um, the downside, but totally expected and normal, was that since uh, early September, when everybody received their, their, their subscription boxes and their products, two people have cancelled. So I've lost two that I had uh, gained in September. So I'm still in front, but not quite double. But of course, remember, my waitlist is still building already. So my waitlist is already going. When I got to 
ready to post all my subscription boxes for September. I did a new video about jumping on the waitlist and then I swapped that video out inside Meta to push some viewed content uh, objective traffic to my new video that says, hey, jump on the waitlist for October. So that worked really well for me Went from July to August, no, from August to September. I did that in August for the first time where I said, hey, jump on the waitlist for September. And I'm sure that's why I was able to double for September and how I filled those new spots with my waitlist really, really quickly. I had, um, I think I filled about 10 spots, uh, new subscriber spots just from the people on my waitlist. So that was worth it for sure for me to have some Facebook and Instagram advertising to a video, a short video I had done for the whole month prior. And now I'm doing the same thing. So when I had all the boxes packed, lined up, ready to get to the post office, I left them all sitting there and did a video um, and said, hey, these are all ready to go, jump on the wait list for October. And now that ad has been running for two weeks now, I think. Yep, we're sort of halfway through September or near the end of September. So it's been running every day for that time to build the wait list. So that's how my uh, September launch went. I was really pleased. And then also something else that has happened, I wanted to share with you a couple of things I'm learning about my subscription box in the last few months and how I'm changing it up. So what I have been learning is um, customers have reached out and told me a few things and then I'm learning a few logistical things as well, is that the exclusivity is one of the things my customers love the most. So the exclusivity of products is one of the perks that my subscribers are enjoying. And I know that because I had um, released some of the products, no, that's not true. I released all the products from my very first subscription box in June for everybody to buy. And two subscribers were not real pleased with me. They weren't annoyed, but they were a bit like, why am I being a subscriber if you're just gonna add all these products to the range? I took that to heart and I thought this needs to say a special perk for subscribers. Remember, or not remember, I'm talking to myself here when I'm saying this, is that subscribers really are my top tier customers. It's recurring revenue. It's not just the one sale. Customers who are subscribers, and I have a few now who have subscribed for me since the beginning, which is only four months, then they they need to be my top customers, my top tier customers. I need some perks that are so good just for them because they're the customers who are coming back again and again and again and again. So that I took to heart. So what I've been doing is in my subscription boxes since then, I've been telling most customers and my subscribers that one of the products is probably from my existing range. The others are exclusive and brand new. And then you may see a couple of them released over the coming months and added to my range. So subscribers are aware that they are getting first dib, first try, exclusive products, but they're also aware that one or two of those products, particularly if they're ones they have given me feedback on that they love, will begin to appear in my website and my regular product range over time for other customers to buy as well, plus for them to purchase for themselves and to get to use again. So case in point, literally last night, I had a Zoom call with my subscribers, which is another new thing I did for the first time in September. It was the best 40 minutes ever. There's so many good things about it. I should do a whole episode actually about all the great things about that Zoom. Um, but what was I saying about that? Oh yes, so they'd shared with me their favorite product from the September subscription box. They all loved it. It was all their favorite product. Well, by adding this product now to the range in the next coming weeks, it gives everyone, including them, 
the opportunity to purchase it and use it again. So it's just a balance, I think. I'm learning month to month that things need to be balanced. I need to keep subscribers in mind and I need to keep my customers in mind. I need to keep my prospective customers in mind. All of these bits work together and it's a bit of a balancing act between all of these different groups of people, customers and prospective customers. So I'm learning that as time goes on. So my my language around my subscription box, what I talk about and how I um, position the offer and the value to my subscribers is changing over time. So one of the perks is you get exclusive products, but you also get first access to products or trialing products or sampling and using products before other people can buy them. So it can be both of those things. Not everything is just going to be exclusive for them, but many things will be and other things they'll get to try first. And then based on the feedback they give me may appear in my regular range. So that's another perk as well, is I have a survey for subscribers. They can jump on my website with a special QR code that comes in their box, complete a survey and give me feedback on the products. Let me know what their favorite was, what their least favorite was, what they love to see added to the range, what they enjoyed working with or what they didn't enjoy working with. So that's another perk for subscribers too. They are they're having a say in my product range. They're giving me valuable feedback. As my ideal customers, it's the most valuable feedback ever. So worth getting. They're telling me what it is they love and what they want more of. And so why wouldn't I listen to that if I want to grow my business? That would just be craziness if I didn't. Another perk or another thing I'm trying to do to add value is I include a PDF with my kit. It's actually printed, so it's a, it's a PDF that I've printed out for them. But I'm including a little visual guide with my products. So they have a bit of an instruction booklet, a bit of a how-to, a bit of step-by-step, -step, a bit of uh, visual you know, help and inspiration that adds a bit more value to my, my subscription box, I think, rather than just receiving some products and not being quite sure where to go or what to do with them. So if you have a subscription box or if you even have products in general, you can totally do this sort of thing too. You could include something like a style guide, even if you have products that are fashionable or you could have a guide about scents and smells and moods if you have candles and perfumes. There's so many ways to add this sort of value to your product range in general that customers can get after they've purchased with a PDF, something that actually encourages them to use the products because if they use the products, whether they're wearing them or using them up like a supply, they're going to remember you and have you in their mind more often and feel like the purchase was worthwhile. If they feel like their purchase was worthwhile, they're more likely to make that purchase again. So you've got to keep these things in mind with your customers and their mindset. If they're going to buy something from you, you actually want them to use it. So what can you do to encourage your customers to use what it is they are buying and spending money on with you so that they come back again? Because it, it validates for them why they purchased from you in the beginning. And while it was worthwhile, while it was valuable to their life, they're more likely to come back and have that experience again with you because it doesn't feel like a waste of money. So my little visual guide that I've been including in my subscription box has been well worthwhile to give customers a bit of a head start on creating a project with what they get in their box. The other thing is a Zoom meeting. So this was new literally last night. A couple of subscribers had mentioned it to me last month about doing a Zoom and I ummed and ahed. I was sitting on the fence about it and I just decided to go ahead and give it a try. It was so so worthwhile. I was up for hours afterwards, excited and just had loved the whole experience. And I'm really excited for next month already. Um, so I went ahead and paid for the Zoom plan straight away after because we we were we were cut off at 40 minutes because I only had the free plan. 
But as soon as the Zoom finished, I went ahead and paid for the upgrade and the pro version and got myself a paid Zoom plan ready to do a whole hour and a half next month with this amazing group of ladies. So that's another perk that I'm, I started as an experiment to see how it went and it was wonderful. So I'm absolutely going to spruik that now as a perk of being a subscriber as well is that it adds another component that hasn't cost me a heap of money at all it's not even a heap of time because it's a zoom meeting you know with your customers you might find the same you probably spend a lot of time talking at them um, unless you probably have a bricks and mortar or something where you see your customers face to face more being online i rarely see customers face to face i chat with them online but it's absolutely not the same thing. But being in a Zoom meeting, it'd be a bit like being in a craft class, I guess, if I was doing a craft class like I used to years ago. That is amazing. So much better interaction and experience and feedback from customers face-to-face -face than I would get just by chatting to them online or through email. So what can you do that maybe doesn't cost you a heap of time or money or resources? Like a Zoom meeting is just a period of time. I don't need to do hours and hours and hours in prep leading up to it. I'm not posting them anything special in the lead up to it. It's not, it's not adding a stack of extra expense or time during the month on top of their subscription box. It's just that window of time and doing a bit of a run sheet prior and some preparation and now paying for Zoom is what the investment is for me. And it was far, far worthwhile. Like the cost benefit to it was incredible. So I'm really looking forward to next month already. So there's another perk that I was a little reluctant about, but I decided to go ahead and do it. And now I've done it once. I'm really thrilled that um, a couple of customers had suggested it to me. And I'm really glad that I took them up on that suggestion because it's it was really fantastic. It was just the best evening ever. I loved it for so many reasons. So that's another thing I've changed in the last few months as I'm growing and learning. And I think that's a massive perk as well for my subscribers, particularly listening to them chat online and why they jumped on to begin with and what they were hoping to get out of the Zoom. Um, it'll be amazing to, to do it for longer next month and then record it and send it out to the people who couldn't attend. And the main thing, or not the main thing, but one of the best parts about it was encouraging those who haven't done anything with their subscription box yet to do so. So if you have products or a subscription box or something that customers receive and you're not sure of ways to encourage them to use it, like I said, a PDF is a great way of doing it. You could go live yourself or do some videos yourself, some how-tos, some style guides, something that encourages your customers on how to use the products they have bought from you. You could do blog posts, the same thing again, ways to encourage them to use what they've bought, which will help them encourage them to buy again. Then the Zoom was just that because one customer had said that they were hoping for some inspiration on what to do with the products they just received, which was perfect. So it is encouraging different uh, customers in different ways, depending how they take in information and how they um, learn and how they consume as a consumer to, um, to use up what it is you have sent them to make the use of things, to integrate them into their life, which means they'll talk about it to their friends and uh, it's just good business and they'll come back to buy again because the experience was so favorable for them. So that's some things I've learned in the last few months from my subscription box. And I also have added a little gift in for month four. So subscribers who come up to their fourth month get an extra special little gift in their box for me to say thank you for being a subscriber. It's a cute little wooden treasure box because my subscription box is called the Turtle Treasure Box. So they get a little treasure box for month four, which was so good. So I'm gonna think about something else I can do for maybe month eight. I'm not sure yet. Maybe month 
eight or nine. I'm not sure. I feel like I need another little gift before month 12. I haven't decided when I'll do that yet or what the gift will be. But that's another thing I included as well along the way as I'm learning and growing as months go by. I thought, how do I make try and encourage my customers and my subscribers to hang about? If they get three boxes and they haven't done lots of things with them or they're gathering dust and they're inclined to think, oh, I haven't even used the products I got from last month. Maybe I should cancel. What little extra perk can I include that might just get them over the line to hang about for another month? So maybe they hang about for month four. Well, now there's a Zoom for them to look forward to as well. So now maybe they got to month four because they wanted the extra little perk or the extra little gift. Well, now there's a Zoom they can look forward to every month. So now maybe month four, five and six isn't easy for them. It's a no brainer. They'd love to hang around because they're hanging out for the Zoom meeting every month. So these little things build on each other, all little touch points and ways that you get to stay connected to your customers and they get to see the value of their money spent with you ongoing again and again and again. The value in their life and what it adds to them, it just becomes an easy thing they don't want to miss out on these things. But what can you include for your customers, whether they're subscribers or just regular customers on your website that makes them want to come back again and again and again. So that was a few things I wanted to share about what's happened with September with my launch of my subscription box, how I'm sort of getting prepared for October. So I've had the, like I said, I've got an ad running to a wait list. What will happen next week is next Tuesday, I will do a box reveal of September. So everybody will see that, that will go on my Facebook Live. So it won't be just a subscriber, chat that was last night for september but this will be a public um big box reveal on my facebook page next week and then the call to action from that live is just to join the waitlist so i want people to jump on the waitlist for october after the box reveal for september and then i'll push the waitlist for a week and then the last week of august i will open the cart for september and try and fill the new places i have available and I think I've got under about another 10 to 12 places available for October, uh, increased on what I had for September. But because I had a couple cancel as well, I probably got more like 14 places available to try and fill for October. So a fair few, I'm, I'm sure I have my work cut out for me, but I was really pleased with how things went for September. So I'm confident that my strategy of a wait list and then a live box reveal, pushing people to the wait list after that as a call to action, and I show a sneak peek of what the next box looks like too at that reveal. So they get to have a little sneak peek of a little secret image that gives some clues away, but not, not to show them what's in the box completely, just a little color kind of hint. They'll get to see that at the box reveal for uh, September. They'll get to see the box reveal for September with the sneak peek for October. These months are killing me. My head is like spinning. I'm trying to get the right months. Okay, let me get this right. I do the box reveal for October. For September, they'll get to see the sneak peek for October. The call to action is only join the waitlist for October. The following week, when I go live again, the cart will be open. And then a couple of days before that, I've emailed the waitlist. So the waitlist have already had the first chance to shop the October new subscription box places. Then I go live again and I get to say, well, now the waitlist have had their chance to grab the new places for October. It's your shot. The cart is open for October. That's sort of how it's worked the last couple of months. I was pleased with how it worked for September. So I'm sort of rolling out the same strategy, the same kind of schedule for October as well. 
And that's a few things I've learned the last few months about my subscription box. Do you have a subscription box? Have you thought about it? Uh, if not, are there some tips and tricks maybe I've shared with you today about subscription box perks and values you can add uh, to your existing customers, your existing product range that will encourage your customers to get the value out of what it is they buy from you and to come back again and again. But thank you so much for joining me on my diary style podcast where I share real time challenges and wins as they happen literally day to day in real time. <laughs> this is what I share with you. As I ha things happen, like literally day to day, week to week, month to month, head to my website where you can find out more. You can listen to other episodes here on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can even reach out to me and send me an email through my website, or you could reach out for a free discovery call. If you'd like some support with Facebook and Instagram marketing and advertising or email marketing as well, you can find me at aussieecommercemum.com.au. I'll see you guys next time. As always, keep learning.